Welcome to another podcast of Uncomfortable, the podcast, where we're here not to change your mind, only to open it. And today we have a dear friend of mine. This podcast has been in the making or worked for, what, two years? Yeah, probably close least. to that, yeah. We have Amber Accord with me. Amber and I know, we know each other from yoga. Uh, I took some of her classes where she tried to kill me, actually. <laughs> anyway, Amber, introduce yourself. Go ahead, young lady. Hey, everybody. My name is Amber. I am um, local to the Jacksonville area right now. Uh, like, <laughs> like, like I said, no Greg from yoga. Um, we've gotten familiar during some classes. We're just kind of like talk about off-topic stuff, and we decided we wanted to do a podcast episode together someday. Yes. So here we are. Yeah. So, and she really sparked my interest when she says she goes down the rabbit hole and for people who know when you said you're going down the rabbit hole that means conspiracy theories so one of the big things she told me that really got me going was when we were talking about uh, bill gates and she said why in the f would you want to uh, vaccinate a whole bunch of people in areas that they were starving so that was one of the things I'm like, oh, so my antennas instantly went up. So Amber, so you were talking, we were talking about uh, Mr. Gates earlier. And so uh, you were talking about a recording that you've seen on YouTube. So take it away. Yeah. So this was, this was a very long time ago. Um, this has been sourcing the internet for years. I'm sure it's been taken down by now um, with, uh, you know, all the filtering that's been going on online. Uh -huh. Uh, the last, the last uh, three, three or four years, but uh, he basically had had made some kind of statement, like a public statement, saying that he wanted to, that it was his intention um, to depopulate the Earth, and that that was, you know, sort of part of central to the, that was central to the um, the mission of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and he has he has been up, upholding his part of the bargain, and it's, it's like we talked about earlier, he. He has this vision that he's going to vaccinate, uh, you know, the world. Mm -hmm. And and I find it very interesting that he chose to start in Africa. Um, it's a country that we have very little media coverage of. So it is a perfect cradle for, um, you know, to start some kind of experimentation. Right. And it's interesting because, you know, Africa is like, it's, it's one of the places that has the most world hunger. Right. Um, and it's, you know, we're, we still live in a world where, you know, 30,000 people a day are dying of hunger. Right. So world hunger is still very much a problem. And yet Mr. Gates chooses, um, you know, his save the children mission is that we're going to vaccinate these starving people instead of feeding them. So, so with, with that though, with the vaccination that went on with COVID, do you think I'm quite sure you think that tied hand in hand. So with money and power, I guess you can develop a vaccine anywhere, right? So I'm thinking maybe in, I don't know, China played a role in it. You know, they said the vac vac uh, the virus was over there, but it, what do you think? Is that part of his, you know, the population of the world? You think that COVID? Well, Bill Gates is uh, is known as being the single largest contributor uh, financially of the World Health Organization. He actually, really? owns, yeah, he actually owns a large percentage of it. He's the he's the largest shareholder. 
you know, it's funny because when we when we think of these large um, these large organizations like the 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 who we we assume that like oh this is here we have this nice little public service project. That's not what it is. It isn't actually like a, a publicly traded corporation. And since Mr. Gates has his hands in that, he has access to a lot of people and a lot of um, a lot of facilities. Right. And so, since that is the case, it's 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 not hard for him to get things done. Like he's obviously, you know, a very very powerful man. He's on a mission. And <laughs> well, I mean, it's to me. Uh... I don't think he's acting alone. Of course he isn't, but no, um, definitely not. Why start there? I mean, well, I guess it, yeah. Why start there? You mean with vaccines? Yeah, your vaccines over there. Why? Why not here when we? Well, well, there's too much media coverage in the United right. States. Right, it's too much. Right, and over yeah. there, we've got yeah, a very yeah. powerful media. <sighs> but I, I, you know, with him, I'm. I'm thinking, you know, he's computer guy, you know, like you say, I'm thinking he's probably one of the good guys. I thought he was one of the good guys until I've seen the video that you were talking about because somebody posted on the internet. But um, do you think that's why his wife, him and his wife got divorced? Maybe because she found out or? I've speculated about that a lot. I've, I've wondered like what the, um, what the character differences are between the two of them. And there's obviously going to be no more there on my part other than speculation, but I have, <laughs> I have had to wonder like, what does this woman like, I mean, at what point are you going to leave? And, and obviously she's never going to have a financial problem for the rest right, of her life. Of so course, right. why not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But just like uh, who else, wife? Oh, uh, Bezos. B- b- exactly. I was just, yeah. Right. So she got half his fortune, but mm-hmm. you know he's willing to give it up because Amazon's not going nowhere, and um, uh, Microsoft Windows is not going anywhere. No. So, but so so evidently, or whatever was going on in Africa, you think it's worked? You think it's working? Or? I do, I do, and the reason why I do is because they've they've seen this in communities of of there have been African communities that have been like well families that have moved to the United States, mm-hmm. and they're seeing infinite incidences of things like autism and a lot of the other problems that are supposedly vaccine related. Oh wow! Yeah, I a little known fact, and this is going to strike a chord with some people, but they used to have autism listed on the vaccine inserts a long time ago. Really? They sure did. I've seen it. Um, so do you think vaccines as a whole, uh, I know you, you have kids and stuff like that have, have, and of course you, when you go to school, everybody has to be vaccinated. Yeah. Were you one of the parents that opted out? I was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There are loopholes for anyone who's interested. You, you have to go visit the state department. You do have to get um, a waiver, but for me, it was, um, it was just a personal choice. You know, I'd been, I'd been doing like, I've, I've sort of been interested in holistic health since I was, since I was very young. Uh-huh. And so when the time came for me to have kids, I did a lot of research and I was just more comfortable making the decision not to act in that. Yeah. Just uh-huh. pass. Okay. Yeah. So, but I, I still, you know, with Bill Gates, you have Bill Gates, you got George Soros, you got all these men of power who are seeking, what is the end game to you? What is the end game? So if you pay attention to the news, you'll hear that they keep using this, um, this phrase, it's called the new world order. 
Yes. You hear that all the time. Like, I don't think that that, that that's like, I don't think they're playing. I think this is a, this has been a plan for a very long time. It is, um, it is a, a centralized one role government. It is a, a centralized bank. It is centralized law and order. It is total control. It's people um, sucking at the teat of the government. Essentially, there will be no more um, personal uh, property. There will be no more personal income. Everything is going to be electronic. Everything is going to be tracked. They've already rolled this out in China. If you're fortunate enough to get past their firewall and actually actually really? see some of this on social media, yes, I've seen some TikTok videos before they got taken off the internet. Um, but basically surveillance and AI is that's the name of the game. That's the way the future is going. So I definitely think that's the end game, but, um, okay. Well, I named some big players. Who else do you think oh, are big players in this? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. I, I think like definitely Elon Musk, yes. um, has his hands in that pie. Um, you know, like you, if any, all the banking, all the banking, uh, entities, so you the, so, the top. Okay, so you know we're going along with this new world order thing. So what do you think about these recent bank failures? That you think it's just big banks gobbling up the small banks to, to get this, keep this plan going? I don't know. I think that that was um, that was part of the plan. I think that that was meant to sort of distract people. Well, not distract. I think that was the goal was to get people to lose faith in the bigger banks. Right. Or the smaller banks. The smaller I'm sorry. Banks, right, yeah, right. they want to okay. lose faith in the smaller banks so that they go and they take all of their money to the bigger banks, who are in fact the problem. And um, problem. And meaning. then and problem then if meaning the problem meaning they're involved. I don't think the smaller banks like have the have an uh, um they're not involved to the extent that the larger banks are. Larger banks, right? But I mean. For the end game, for me, like all the things that you named, you know, no more personalized stuff. Why? What? What is the? What would be the purpose of these guys to just have that? Is that the whole thing? Is just to have control? To have control. But for what? I, I just, you know, our the well, United States is supposed to be the land of the free. Your property is your property. Is it? Now I'm going to go in left field. Okay, you know. Is I want to ask this, and I know we're jumping around, but we talk from Bill Gates to Elon Musk and New World Order. I'm asking you as a female, and uh, I, I'm saying you're a white female, is the world becoming too brown? Oh, that's a great question. I, I, I don't think about it from that angle very often. You don't? Okay. No, but, I, but I'll say this. I've noticed that at the same time, like we were talking earlier about like, while black oppression is still very much a thing, it's almost like they're trying to prop black people up in the media. You know, you've noticed mm -hmm. the representation going up in, in advertisements. Like there's now you, you can't even go into like, a, um, like, it's almost like, it's almost like the, 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 the black population is, is overrepresented in the media, in the media now where before they were very underrepresented. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it seems like undercover, they're still trying to undermine the black race. Black race, yes. Do you, do you, how do you feel about that? Well, see, me and Sharif, we did a podcast on that. You know Sharif. Mm -hmm. um, here's what I, here's what I said. Our, our podcast was about where are all the black men gone? Because if you look at it, black women have become empowered. 
they're leading the universities, they're, they're leading the major uh, uh, urban cities. They're the they're judges. The Senate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. See? Yep. And where's black men at? There That's are, a great question. There are, there are no black men, except for Hakeem Jeffries, you know, who just took over uh, in Congress from Nancy Pelosi. But if you look at it, the way, and I have no problem, women, black women, with you being in that role because you have been, uh, you know, everybody's been downgraded for so long, women and women in general, but black mm -hmm. women especially. So now that they're in power, take for instance, Vice President Kamala Harris, right? But they said she's incompetent, you know, because now they're trying to paint the picture that she's incompetent and she may be a, a, a burden on Biden's ticket. But everybody, every black woman has been, from, like you said, from judges, from Katanji Brown, all over. But where are the black men? We get noticed when we get shot by cops, you know, when we're unarmed or um, what is it, or something, or if, if we're in a, if we're in a uh, commercial or anything like that, it's not about investment banking or anything like that. It's about us sitting there uh, uh, cooking or dancing. In a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, in a Super Bowl yeah, commercial, yeah, yeah. Or, or if we're portrayed in any, excuse me, or any video or picture, you always notice the angry black man, the athlete like this, Mm -hmm. You know, but then you see the white male athlete or anybody else is like the calm effect. But for us, it's like, oh, he's an animal, you know. So that that is my thing is maybe these guys are seeing that the world is becoming too brown. Because now if you look at the couples on TV, all are interracial. You ever notice that too? Yeah. So my and my wife was um, stating that you would have never seen that 20 years ago. No. And now it's every day. So my thing is, maybe the world is coming a little bit too brown and these guys are seeing that they're losing power because once you lose power, then where do you go? Well, the interesting thing about that is that while you are, are being typecast in the media, like you just suggested, you're being sort of like pigeonholed into these different roles through mm -hmm. these, you know, the avenues of these different commercials. Right. It seems like the media is at the same time, they are um portraying these interracial couples so it seems right. like there is support for that and right. yet at the same time behind the scenes it's like let's go exterminate an entire continent of brown people right so it, uh, that's that's obviously like something that like i mean i don't i don't pretend to have the answers for that right. at all because i don't know what's going on i feel like it's like you know maybe maybe there is some kind of like like some kind of like a, a what is the word? Like a like a undercover like genocide that they're trying that they're trying to make happen. I I have no idea. I, I just it just it's just weird to me. Like the country that is built on freedom, right? Um, I just lost my train of thought. Ah, oh, I had it, I had it too. Um, it's it's like for black men, we have fought for this country. We go to work every day. We're, we're the backbone of this country, you know, and we are always accepting, except sometimes for our own, you know, with the inner cities thing, but that's a different thing. But we're always accepting or we're willing to go the extra mile to be accepted. Man, we have never turned our backs on this country, but like in January 6th, you know, most of the pe population, uh, most of the people that stormed the Capitol, they were white. 
But black men have never betrayed their country, but we still get shitted on. So that that's my reason. I, that's why I'm like, why why the mistreatment of black men and people all over the country or over, basically all over the world? What is the end game of that? Is it is it just total supremacy from banking to housing to voting? You know, with Rick, with what's his name, DeSantis did in Tallahassee, took two two seats from black communities. It's like what what is it? He doesn't even want black history talking now taught now. So that's my thing. I, that's my rabbit hole. So it's interesting that you brought that up because this is actually something that I've been wanting to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um so I I heard this uh, and I just want to know what you think about that. I want to know what the I want to know what the black community thinks about this because mm-hmm. I heard this clip where Morgan Freeman was asked about racism and Black History Month. Okay. And he said, "I don't want Black History Month. Like, get rid of it." He was like, "I don't want to." And they were like, they asked him how how you one could eliminate racism, and he said, "Stop talking about it." Mm. And and that sounds so reductionist, but if you actually look at the the metaphys the, the people who like for example i love louise hay she's a woman that's always talking about like how everything that you think about you bring about okay so when you talk about the laws of manifestation the universe works in a very specific way you you think about things and then that that sort of hardens into your personal reality and so mother Teresa, just to give you an example she was asked one time by some people uh, will you come to our war rally? Like we're, we're, we're really angry about this. Like we need to do something. Uh-huh. And she said, no, I will never do that. But if you have a peace rally, I'll be there tomorrow. Be there tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is, this is the, the most intelligent and most wise people of all ages have always known this. If there is something that you want to go away, you ignore it. Right. Because what you resist persists. And what you look at disappears. And that is a absolute law of the, of the universe. It doesn't matter which way you paint it. Okay. And it seems like we've almost been tricked as a society into believing that if you want something to go away, you blow it up in the news. You give it all this media coverage. Right. Like, look what happened with COVID. It became a whole oh, thing because it was given so much attention. Trump. In, yeah, yes. Trump. Like, literally, and this is another thing that I've noticed. The media, anytime they want to distract us from something that's actually real really? and actually happening, yeah. right. they create a story. Yes, that's true. And so it's, it is possible. It is. I believe it's within the realm of possibility that anything that they want to happen, they blow it up and make it a thing. And then they watch as these people just eat away and they yeah. eat it up. Yeah. yeah. And it literally destroys their lives. Like, people have made... Uh, people have... People build their own chains. People have made racism a fixture in their lives. Right. People, women have made their own oppression a fixture in their lives. Like anyone who has a disability, that becomes a, a huge, yeah. that becomes the base of their They're reality. people's hearts. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I'm, while I'm not denoting, definitely there, there is like, there is a, there's a, a prejudiced issue in this country. Yes. I, I probably because of the layer of the world that I live in, like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a white female. Like I, I have not seen too many instances of blatant racism. I'm not denying that they exist. Right. Right. I think what we experience in this country more than anything else is just bias. And we all have that bias. Right. And it's created mostly from the media. From the media. Yeah. The media is the enemy. Yes, it is. But I think it's a necessary enemy also. But going back to your question, what Morgan Freeman said, yes, I should 
I think they should get rid of Black History Month uh -huh. because Black History Month is year round. History is year round. Mm -hmm. Black History Month was basically created to give us a platform or that foundation for people who struggle. I think people of color who struggle, like we can achieve some things that we are intelligent people, but on the same on the same note, you think about black history and stuff like that, but then you have music that degrades us. You know, and the, the, it's it's just so mixed up. And I sit here and try to get my head around everything from that, from what we were just talking about, from Bill Gates down to people of power to destroying the black race or or keeping us contained. But like I said, we have been so dedicated to this country from the beginning, even though this country's wealth was built off the backs of slaves and whatever it made them wealthy, which I <clears throat> which I personally think we'll never, we'll never reach that that gap of wealth between the black community and people who are not rich, wealthy, there's a big difference. But at the same time, like I said, we try, but the things that we try destroy our communities from selling drugs to music. And music to me becomes subliminal. Is that, did I even say that right? Because I did. Said, Okay, it becomes once you keep feeding that into these children, this rap music with the lyrics, which they think is real life. How can you? How can anything change? It 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 can't and it won't, in my opinion. So I I grew up loving rap music, but I can I can put it to the side. I'm like okay, that's not part of my life. I don't live that way. I like the beats, but I know that. You know that's that's poison basically and hundred percent yeah any rapper that makes it what do they do they move out they don't stay there no what do they want their kids to go to school they don't want them going in the inner city yeah i mean they talk about growing up from the projects but then they divorce the projects divorce and the then pro they're like adopting this holier than thou attitude and they yeah. forget where they came from right so is the whole thing to me is just like it just sometimes you sit here you know, it's just like eats away at your mind. And you're like, what the hell is going on in this world? So from that to that, okay. What else, Amber? What else has been bugging you? Because you and my wife were talking about, oh, food, wasn't it? You were talking about food. Well, I seen your eyes just light up about that. What? Well, I mean, they've been, they've been genetically modifying humans uh, for years. They, the latest was the vaccine. That's, and they, it's called gene therapy. It's in the name. But I mean, besides that, the genetically modified uh, organisms that they, well, yeah. it, it's genetically, the food is, this GMOs is genetically modified origin, but they basically like insert genes into them so that the bugs don't eat them. Ooh. So it's kind of like this, you know, it's this invent the problem and mm -hmm. then present the solution. That's how the rich get rich. Yes. You want to take down an entire country, you invent some illness, which then you present the solution for that. I mean, there's we, no, we know- there's no, there's no money in the cure. Yeah, we know that COVID was created in a laboratory. That, that right. made public headlines. Like that's, well, that's common knowledge. Now. Right. Um, and then of course you present this multi-billion dollar solution. 
now we've got, you know, these, these foods that we're eating, which aren't actually foods like the body does not categorize them as foods. And you, I've actually seen pictures of the internet where there were, um, like two, they, they did experiments. Like they would have animals in the wild, like will not eat these foods. Like squirrels won't eat the corn that has been genetically modified. They wow. know, they know. Oh yeah, they know. Right. Humans have had that sense that we may have had. I, I, obviously, I don't know if we've ever had a sense where we would have been able to avoid that food, but if we did, it's been bred out of us. Wow. Yeah. So I know you're a healthy person and I've seen you in class, the moves that you do. And my body is in con well, not anymore because I slowed down on my meat production, you know, meat, eating meat and stuff like that. I still eat it, but I don't feel as inflamed as I did before. So is that what you mean? And the, I know, what do you think about meat? Do you eat any meat? No, I haven't eaten meat since I was about, it's been, it's been about half my life actually. Really? Yeah. I read this book um, by a man named John Robbins. He actually, um, his father was one half of Baskin Robbins. Mm. And um, he decided after, you know, his family business was, was um, I think John Baskins and John Robbins, they were, they were an ice cream right, conglomerate. Right. right. And um, the guy grew up with an ice cream cone shaped swimming pool. And he was heir to this ice cream throne. And he, right. um, and he just decided after all that he'd witnessed, like he, I think his, his uncle uh, died of um, heart disease. And I think his father was headed down the same lane in life. And he just did not want that for himself. So he, you know, decided to bypass, he decided to pass this up, this opportunity to become this um, ice cream heir. And he, instead he started a podcast. He wrote a book. Uh, the book was called Diet for New America. That was the book that I read that basically changed my mind about like eating meat. And then um, I never went back to it. It just, it didn't, it had a, there was a lot of information in there, a lot of mm. information, but basically like there, there are so many reasons why like we don't need to eat it. It's ecologically unsound. It is, um, it is extremely inflammatory to the body. Animals are incredibly sentient and it's just like, it's not, it does, it's, like what does that mean sentient sentient means they have the capacity to feel emotions yes yeah. and we know that yeah oh we all have pets yeah. i mean like how do we yeah. decide which ones how do we right. decide which animals we're okay, gonna eat if true. you need any more any more uh convincing i heard somebody say this one time put a baby in a crib with a bunny and an apple and see which one he eats and which one he plays with oh wow the instinct is there it's not like the, the, well, i'm sorry it's, i should have said more accurately that the instinct is missing to tear something apart while it's alive with the teeth and the claws that we don't have. We cut our nails. Yeah, we do. That's, <laughs> wow. That's, that's amazing when you think about it. Yeah. Like you said, animals do have the capacity to feel and they have emotions. Um, we've seen videos of that, like when dogs lose their puppies or whatever, and when they get them back or... Um, uh, gorillas and stuff like that, how they protect their young and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, and they're carnivores. I mean, not carnivores. They're, they're herbivores. They eat only plants. Yeah. And they are the most, probably some of the strongest animals on this planet. Oh, the strongest animals on the planet are herbivores. Your elephants, your giraffes, your blue whales. And they're majestic. Mm -hmm. I would love to go out to the ocean and see that. So look, now we're coming up on 28 minutes. It's a 30 minute thing. I know 
if you gotta go, yes, but I don't know if you wanna do another segment, but you have to come back and do another segment because we didn't go, we didn't dig nearly as far as far down the rabbit hole as I want uh-huh. because I think some of the things, a lot of the things that you said are very interesting and the food thing has really got me thinking. Oh, it could be a whole thing. It could be a whole episode. We could really go on and on about that one for hours. And that, Greg, that right there is one of the biggest facets of um, control that we see on this planet is because every cell in your body is made by the foods that you choose to consume. And it's interesting because, and this is the last thing that I'll say, the Surgeon General did not come out and admit that food has anything to do with our health until 1986. Wow. Yeah. That's a whole... And the medical doctors in this country are not required to take more than one nutrition class to graduate. Sad story. Some of them don't take any. Wow. Okay, listen, we got 29 29 minutes and uh, 45 seconds left. You're gonna come back, right? I will come back. Yes, and we hopefully we'll do video because we're gonna try to go live on TikTok or whatever, do one of those things. But um, are there any plans? Quick, 10 seconds. Are you gonna do your own podcast? Oh, do you think I should? Yes, you should. <laughs> Maybe I, I told you that before. Would you be yes. a guest? Yes, you should. All right. I would yes. love it. Okay, people. So that was Miss Amber Accord. So gosh, this was one of one of the one of the good ones. So hopefully we'll do this again soon. So thank you everybody for listening and we'll catch you on the flip side.